Welcome to the Esme Creates podcast. I am Esme, an illustrator and a creative coach. And with this podcast, I want to share through my modern witchy mind that there is a lot more to starting a creative business than just being able to do your craft well, so that you can actually be successful doing what you love most, which I am guessing is being creative. Please note that depending on where you are listening, there is a video and an audio version of this podcast. On YouTube at Esme Creates, you can watch along journal and draw with me videos, or you can listen to the audio only version on all your favorite podcast apps. Enjoy. Hi loves, and welcome to another episode. I want to start by saying sorry. I know this video at slash podcast is a few days late. I've actually been sick for over a week now, eight days, I think. It feels like it's a really bad cold, but it might be the Ronies. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure what's going on, but I'm recovering right now. I'm actually doing much better. Still a bit of a raspy throat, so I'm sorry if that comes up as well during this podcast. But I felt really excited to record this episode. I've actually been really excited to record this episode for two weeks, and I just didn't get to it because I got sick. So I'm really happy I'm here now and I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, which is the wheel of the year. And it is something that I am very aware of in my art this year for each holiday of the wheel of the year. I have also decided to create an artwork for each of them with symbols of each specific Sabbath, each specific holiday. And the illustrations I make, I use to I print them and I turn them into stickers for my journal and I also make an A6 card out of each illustration which I use for my altar. I'll talk about that later in this video. And yeah, maybe by the end of the year when the full set is done, I'll make it available for you guys as well, but we'll see about that. Anyway, in case you are watching the video version of this podcast, you will see me print and cut these illustrations and I will decorate a journal spread with them and I'm also going to update my altar with it. So yeah, the wheel of the year. Now in this episode, I don't want to discuss too much like what the origins of the wheel of the year are, but more want to talk about how I use it. But in short though, just a little bit of explanation, the wheel of the year is basically a way pagans and witches refer to like the ever-changing energies in nature and the cycle basically of nature. And yeah, in case you are wondering, I kind of do consider myself a witch, though I don't always call myself that because it probably looks very different than what image that might bring to people's minds. Maybe you are full on thinking Wicked Witch from like a Disney movie or something. And yeah, it's definitely not that. But maybe if you know a little bit more about witchcraft, you are thinking more modern witch, like someone who is like a Wiccan or uses spells, etc. And yeah, it's definitely closer to that, but still I don't fully resonate with how most modern witches present themselves. And I respect everyone's individual craft, absolutely, but I am definitely more solitary in what I do, I think. So I'm not exactly sure where I fit in, but I am totally okay with the term witch, because I think the whole point of being a witch, to me, it's like not gatekeeping what that looks like and finding your own path and um, that can look any way you want pretty much. If there would be a categorization, I would say I fall more into like the manifestation side of the internet pretty much than like maybe the witch side. 
I do love to read books and take courses and follow inspirational people on both of the spectrums, really. But yeah, I'm usually more drawn to manifestation stuff. But to me, those things are actually really close. I mean, rituals and spells are often done with intentions, which is exactly what you work with when you work with manifestation as well. And I do also really specifically work with the wheel of the year, the energy of the different seasons and nature. And I personally feel that working with manifestations and intentions are very similar to working with spells. And then if you combine it with nature, yeah, I kind of feel comfortable with the label witch. But it's also something that I've just been attracted to since I was a child. And some of my earliest memories even relate to witches. But I think this might be a conversation for a whole different podcast. So let me know if that's something you would be interested in hearing. I just wanted to give a little bit of background on why I even talk about this topic to begin with. However, you also don't have to call yourself a witch to apply the Wheel of the Year into your life, which I hope you'll get out of this video. So a little bit of info dumping on the Wheel of the Year before I get into how I use it. As I said, it's like a way for pagans to look at the changing energies of the seasons basically in a cycle. You can basically visualize the Wheel of the Year as a pie with eight slices. And each slice is basically a different energetic season and they flow from one into the other. And yeah, you always come back to the beginning and you go again. And the beginning of each of these eight seasons is marked with a holiday or a so-called Sabbath. And there's eight Sabbaths as well in the Wheel of the Year. There's the two equinoxes and the two solstices. And then there's four midpoints between the solstices and the equinoxes, which are called the cross-quarter days. So there's the winter solstice, which is known as Yule. And there's the summer solstice, which is known as Lita. And then there's the spring equinox, which is known as Ostara. And the autumn equinox, which is known as Mabon. And if you're watching the uh, video version of this podcast... It was recorded around Mabon time, so you can actually see me work on um, and use the Mabon illustrations, which I use as stickers in my journal. And at the end of the video, you also see me update my altar with the Mabon card. And as I said, in between these solstices and equinoxes, there's also the cross-quarter days uh, in between them, which are Imbolc, Beltane, Lunasa, which is also called Lamas by some people, and Semlin, which is also known as Halloween. And if you kind of want to see what this visually looks like and kind of the order of the Sabbaths, I'll link an illustration down below that I made about a year ago, um, and I visualized the Wheel of the Year in that illustration. So I'll link to that if you want to see it. So now that you know what the Wheel of the Year is, basically, you might wonder what to do with it or why you even need it in your life. Well, you don't have to do anything with it. It will be there, despite you being aware of it or not. Just as the four seasons that you might be used to referring to, they're always there, even if you do anything with them or not. Uh, But by becoming aware of them and basically using them in your life, yeah, by, by doing so, I understand myself better. I understand my energy better, what's happening in nature. And I also really make better art because of it. And that's been super wonderful. So I want to talk to you a bit more about how I, yeah, how I apply the Wheel of the Year as an artist, really. So the first way I apply the Wheel of the Year in my day-to-day life as an artist is 
using it as an inspiration source for my illustrations. I really love drawing tangible items, tangible objects. It's what I enjoy doing the most. It's a realization I had recently as well, that that is truly what I just enjoy drawing the most, tangible items. So not really abstract concepts or anything. I also love drawing animals and nature inspired stuff. And by following the wheel of the year and specifically drawing items that fit with each season has been such a great source of inspiration and even comfort, I would say, because I am so much more aware of seasonal foods. I'm more aware of what nature is doing around me, which flowers are blooming specifically now, which animals are out, which plants are growing. And I can directly translate that into my art, which I love doing. It's what this year-long project pretty much of following the wheel of the year to make this card deck for my altar has been all about. It's been a very slow process because I research each Sabbath and I also just look around me during that specific time of the year. And by becoming aware of what nature has to offer in each of the eight seasons, I just use it to get inspired. And it's made my art so much better because it it's made in the time that it's relevant. So yeah, I've thought about just working ahead, making that card deck in one go, basically, like for example, making the winter solstice illustration right now, but I've actually decided not to do that and really take a year to create these illustrations. So the illustrations really embody the season that we're in. And it gives me such a new appreciation for things that are not always there. It's because in nature, there's this beautiful cycle of death, rebirth, growth and decline and then back again. And it's very inspiring to watch that. Like right now, for example, it's apple season <laughs> and being aware of that, of the fact that it is apple season and understanding that those apples <laughs> went through all of the seasons and basically through the wheel of the year to get here is so freaking cool and makes you appreciate the apples that are here right now so much more. And then also makes you notice the absence of apples in a different season, for example. So having that directly influence um, my, my art, like what nature is doing basically, has been super wonderful. And that basically fits really well with what I would say is the second thing that I do that makes me... Yeah, very aware of the changing of the seasons. As I said, I actually update my altar with one of my illustrations based on the symbols of that current Sabbath. And I do so to remind myself of the season we are in by daily being confronted with that illustration simply. And I want that in my life. I want that daily reminder there, not only so that I can pay more attention to what nature is currently doing, which of course is super interesting, but it's also to pay attention to myself and how I feel. Like for example, big projects that I'm currently working on and how I'm getting on with those. When should I put in extra energy or when should I maybe just let it rest for a bit? Um, to make it a bit more concrete, for example, and I'm talking about bigger projects that I'm working on and not like really small things because yeah, it's more like bigger things. Like for example, creating a new online course or figuring out like a new art style or a new uh, art medium. Usually during winter time, I think 
about a lot of these things like what is it that i want how do i feel about that like really align with my thoughts and my desires think about it basically while in summertime i take way more action it's it's way more of an actionable energy and of course it's not always that linear of course i don't just work like a madman in the summer and i lie in bed and think all winter but at the same time though i do really allow myself to go with the flow of these seasons and use my own energy in those seasons as well and instead of just um yeah looking at summer and winter like i said in the example or even looking at four meteorological seasons by looking at eight sabbaths of the wheel of the year and going through the flow of all of those, it gives me a lot more specific clarification on what I can do in each season and really have a lot of grace for myself and honor my needs in each each season and how they differ in each season. Because, because I follow the wheel of the year, I understand where nature is at and so also where I'm at because I'm part of nature. <laughs> And because of that, I also understand way better how I can spend my energy and when I should spend my energy. And I actually have a really simple trick aside from updating my altar, which I do. I also taught this trick to my students in the Creative Witches Club and they absolutely loved it as well. Um, It's something that I do every single day. It takes literally two seconds and it helps me just understand like every day (laughs) where I'm at and what I need in each season. And... And in case that's something you're interested in, let me know, because I actually think I could do a whole separate episode on that that topic, on that trick, basically. So that's it on the Wheel of the Year as an artist. Again, I will link some resources down below to get more in-depth information on this topic, basically, because this video was a bit more of my personal experience. But I really hope it helped and, and basically showed you what the Wheel of the Year And specifically what becoming aware of the wheel of the year can do for you. So let me know down below if you have any questions. If you were already familiar with the wheel of the year, I would love to know. Um, Yeah, so please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on the podcast apps if that's where you're listening. And I'd love to see you in the next one. Bye. (laughs) Bye.